So our letter for today is Z. And our agile word phrase is zero defects. And interesting enough, being the last letter of the alphabet, oftentimes, you know, we struggle to find words related to X, Y, and Z. But thanks to our world of agile, we've had no problems identifying words related to X, Y, and Z. Now, zero defects is not only a meaty topic, it's a controversial topic. So I'll do my best to try to keep it to our SIP framework of about 10 minutes or so. And the reason why zero defects is kind of controversial is it just begs a question. In software development, can you really have zero defects? So I combed through several different articles on the internet and other people have clearly asked this question because I found several articles. Now, some of them, I'm going to save you some time. No need to even read them. But there was two that really stuck with me. One was on a website called medium.com slash quality functions. And their mantra is quality faster. I like that one. And then the second article you hear me refer to is a blog on msdn.microsoft.com and uh, written by Larry Osterman. Now, the article isn't new, and so therefore the, the topic isn't new. This one actually goes all the way back to 2004. But nonetheless, uh, interesting because uh, after reading through both articles, they both come to the same conclusion, one sooner than the other. But at the end of the day, it says setting a goal of absolutely zero defects is unrealistic. It can't be done, especially in our world of software. However, set a limit to the number of bugs that each developer can have outstanding. This will add flexibility in dealing with bugs, but it shouldn't preclude new development. Because ultimately, if you spend all your time just trying to clean up bugs, they're kind of like real bugs, where when one surfaces, soon thereafter, there's, there's other family members lurking somewhere. So there's other related bugs, so to speak, um, floating around. And furthermore, and this is where I really like the second article, um, the, the medium.com article, where it says, you can't treat all bugs as if they are created equal. They're not all urgent. They all don't uh, have a higher value than, for example, a new feature that's in your backlog. So you can't just say, we won't start new development until we clean up all of our bugs. So that's why combined, I like these two articles. The second article says, we're not going to clean up all bugs, but limit the number of bugs that a developer can have outstanding. And they both strongly feel that if people know that they're going to be responsible and accountable for cleaning up their own bugs, that kind of gives them a carrot to not create the bugs in the first place. People would much rather be creating the, the new, as we sometimes say, the new and sexy stuff. Um, nobody wants to be stuck on bug cleanup. So know that you're going to be responsible for your own bugs. You're only going to be able to accumulate so many 
and then no new work until you get your bug count down. Now, all that sounds reasonable and even scalable. And that was one of the big arguments that on a small scale, fine, you can say that you have to keep your, your, um, you want to keep your uh, backlog bug free. But when you scale that to really big projects, there's going to be some bugs because, in fact, not all bugs are urgent. Now, that said, the article on Medium.com encourages coming up with really good definition of your bugs and applying them. So there's things like there's critical bugs or critical issues. There's bugs. Then there's features. Then there's improvements. So what, what do each one of those? Let's look at the definition that came up. So a critical issue is like when something is on fire. They're using the analogy as if you had a, a storefront or a shop. So imagine the shop being on fire. If you don't put out that fire, you will no longer have a shop. So that's a critical issue. Things are on fire. Left unmanaged and uncontained, you're going to be out of business. So another classification within critical issues is consumers are no longer receiving the value they are entitled to. Either their money or time is being wasted at an unacceptable rate. Okay. So what a critical issue, the resolution is stop what you're doing and fix the issue immediately. I think we can all agree to that. And one of the things they do say, um, as we get later in the article, but I'll just put this out up front, is that they don't believe in you having a critical one and a critical two or a critical three. Critical is critical. And that's that. Their second classification are bugs. Bugs are like a water leak. So you've got your store and you've got a water leak. If you leave them too long, they can spoil your merchandise and slow down your business. So it's not as critical as a fire, but over time, they'll spoil your merchandise and slow down your business or your profits. So one of their examples is the system is not behaving as specified, but consumers are able to receive the value they're entitled to. That includes the, their money and time being wasted, but it's acceptable short term. It just can't continue long term. Okay, so when it comes to bugs, finish what you're doing, then fix them. Okay, so that should be very clear. With critical bugs, stop what you're doing and fix them immediately. Because remember, things are on fire. With bugs, you finish what you're doing, then fix them. So the fourth one is features. Features are like products, and that means to support the sale of the products, you need both to stay in business. You need your products. You need new features for your products. That's how we stay in business. So an example, of course, is new functionality that does not yet exist in the system. Okay. So here you work on these in the backlog prioritized order. Okay. So remember, especially in Agile, we do the backlog and the grooming and we prioritize so you'll get to these 
um, based on and using the, the backlog framework. Now, the fourth category is improvements. Improvements, think of those as housekeeping items. So improvements are like keeping the shop clean and modern and providing customers delight. Some of you may have heard that word. So you want to delight the customers. So an example is an enhancement to an existing functionality or system. So it's not a new feature, but it's an enhancement. So you work on these, again, the same as the backlog prioritization framework. So four simple categories. Do, do you all use the four categories? Now, they further are, feel strongly that bugs do take a priority over all new features and improvement. So features, bugs proceed feature and improvement. So almost in that order that I read it to you. I shouldn't say almost in the order that I read it to you, you would have your critical, then your bugs, features and improvements come after the bugs. Okay. The other thing that I like is understanding and classifying the origin of the bugs in order to do preventative steps of those bugs. So you may have one of three types of bugs. It could be caused to be based on an implementation defect. It could be incorrect specifications, or it could be missing specifications. And of course, you know this is near and dear to me because when it comes to specifications, or what we also call requirements, that's where the professional business analyst skills comes in. So if you understand if, whether it's an implementation bug or an incorrect specification, missing specification, the goal is to classify it correctly and then look for preventative measures. So how does that work? If it's an implementation defect, then it would be something like the web font is being downloaded when it should be embedded in the app. Now, the implementation defect, it does work, but it could work better. Well, first of all, they identify this as a misclassified bug. It's not a bug, it's an improvement. Remember, that changes the priority. The second one, the example where they say a specification states tracks clicks count, but it should be tracking spending. Okay, so someone asked for a KPI and the specification is incorrect. Now, reclassify that from just a regular bug to a critical, because again, it was specified for one thing and it's incorrect. Now, the last one, a missing specification. User not able to edit and share their profile details on social networks. Now, this was meant to be in the release, but it's completely missing. If it's considered missing, it would take on the definition of a new feature. 
So it's not in production, and it's not that it's not working. It's just not there. Classified as a feature, and what it will be prioritized against all the other features that are sitting in the backlog. You cannot treat this as a bug because it's it's not currently existing. So by enforcing a strict set of classification and handling rules for your bugs, you get prioritization discipline. Being consistent with the classification system implicitly creates the team quality standard. I like a version of a Kanban board that this particular article on medium.com created. You have your regular backlog, which consists of your features and improvements. In front of that, you have your bugs. And remember, you pick up bugs before you pick up new features and improvements. Now there's the work in progress. And then there are the critical issues. Critical, the column for the critical issues go in front of in progress. Because if a critical issue comes in, you stop what you're doing and work on the critical issue. And the whole team can swarm on that critical issue. And then lastly, you have your done column. Now, what I like also about this Kanban board and the visibility is that show how much of your time is going to features, bugs, and improvements. What is the split as well as critical so that you can start identifying from your sprints how much work is planned and unplanned. So there are some great articles as well as some great quotes. The whole concept of zero bugs has been around for quite some time. One quote from Phil Crosby says, In a true zero defect approach, there are no unimportant items. Another quote from Edwards Deming, which a lot of you know very well, William Edwards Deming, quality comes not from inspection, but from improvement of the production process. So understand your different classification of bugs, the cause of the bugs, and then put in place your preventative measures. Well, that is Z. And with Z, we are completing our series of the Agile Alphabet. And I must say with a bang, would love to hear what words should we include in our new upcoming series, which I promised I would announce. Our new series is going to be critical thinking A to Z. Send me some suggested words and we'll make sure to include them in the rotation and acknowledge all of our contributors. So join us as we kick off a week from today our critical thinking A to Z. Thanks so much for all your support here at Technology Expresso. Bye for now.